0: Join me right now, back on the show, is now Eternal MMA lightweight champion, David Martinez. How you doing, David? I'm doing very well, brother. How are you? Same old, same old man. Um, same old. <laughs> exactly right now. Before UFC 243, right in Melbourne, you know, yeah, yeah. they were looking for someone to fight Brad Riddell. You know, there was talks, you're in the talks and Jamie Mullarkey and eventually Jamie got signed. Did you ever have any contact with the UFC? Did you talk with them before that show?
1: No, not directly, rather. Uh, there was talks of me possibly being the matchup for Brad Riddell, but no, that, that never came about. So I think they sort of went with Jamie a bit earlier than they, they revealed it.
0: Oh, really? Oh, really? So he was already <laughs> so like, gone? I,
1: not, yeah, I can't say 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, but I think I think so. I think they're pretty set on him. They're just waiting to release it.
0: You know, having your name in the mix is—it gives you a little bit more, like a boost of confidence, right? That they're they're watching you.
1: Man, it sends it sends chills down my spine just thinking about it. Man, I get goosebumps. Like, oh, you know, the UFC might have actually considered me in that stage as well. You know, that's pretty scary to think about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Especially with the talent pool of lightweights in Australia. You know, there's so many good guys out there that are not signed yet. And having you, you know, you only have six fights. There's like a lot of guys with many more fights than you. And they considering you is is a big, uh, I I believe it would be a big confidence boost in yourself.
1: Yeah, it certainly is, brother.
0: Now, let's go back to your title fight where you won the title. You know, Eternal 45, first round submission (laughs) over Brenton Mumford great great performance phenomenal performance did that fight end faster than you expected or did you see him not being able to handle your ground game
1: well i definitely saw advantages for my um my ground game but i didn't expect it to come so soon and but uh, yeah if you give me the back uh, with time to work uh, i'll find a way to get the choke yeah i'm, al- I'm always building toward that <laughs>
0: What was the original plan going in there? Did you plan on just going immediately to the ground or did you expect to you know, test your striking out against him?
1: I was looking to more test the striking out, see if I could, um, I don't know, figure some things out on the feet and then um, move to the ground and just to keep him you know, guessing both ways. Yes, but, um, yeah, got the takedown, um, took his back, and that was all she wrote
0: yeah it was it was uh i think you shocked a lot of people i believe that performance when you went in there and did it so quickly a lot of people are in in awe of like how easily you got that done you know yeah. do you feel like a lot of people still underestimate you you know in, in your abilities when you go out there and step into the cage oh uh, that's definitely a factor
1: i feel like people um particularly when they look at say my fight with mike wilkinson and I feel like they they take away from that that I'm pretty easy and I just got lucky, and I don't know. But that's sort of been the story of my whole career. Everyone's looked at me and said, "Oh, you know, he's he's not that special." And then they fight me, and their opinion changes.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I think you proved to everybody in that title fight that you know you're no joke. Like you cannot underestimate you at all. You could, you know, if you do that, neck is there for the taking and you took that neck so uh you actually went two months ago to coastal combat six yes and you picked up another belt yeah. you know you took on sam flint he yeah. took you to the judges i think a lot of people yeah. expected him to be pretty easy for you take us back to that night and explain what exactly went down
1: yeah yeah so that um originally i was told that was gonna be three rounds and they told us it was going to be five, and I'm like, well, heck, that sounds like fun to me. But, um, yeah, so what happened was Sam Flynn was he was difficult to deal with in that he was really playing defensive. Yeah, so I took him down each round, and he really didn't try to get back to his feet that much, which, of course, makes it very difficult to do anything finish-wise. But at the same time, I ran away on the judges' scorecards 50-45, you know, Uh, um, But it was nice to pick up the win, get five rounds under my belt, and uh, another Australian title as well, (laughs) a shiny um, white leather strap.
0: You went 25 minutes, and you faced a guy that was comfortable on his back, not really taking too many risks, too many chances. What did you learn from that whole experience? Because it must have been a a learning lesson for you in your career so far. Certainly was, man.
1: I um, I learned some things about myself
0: and some some more things I can add to my
1: game to sort of work off that. If they're not, if they're not trying to, you know, get back to the feet in that because that's where I like to punish people. Oh, but he was content to stay there and try and work um, arm bars and uh, elbows from his back. So uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's tricky to deal with if they choose to do that.
0: Were you at the end of the day when it was all set and Were you really satisfied with that result, or were you kind of disappointed? Even though you got a belt and you won the fight, you know, when you went back to the to the mats, when you back went back home to train again, were you a yeah. little bit disappointed? Uh,
1: part of me was upset, didn't get the finish, but the other part of me is quite happy to have like done five rounds, so I can now say that I've done that. Uh, and of course, you know, the belt just just makes us happy anyway yeah, yeah. That's, it's enough to wash away any pain i tell you that <laughs>
0: yeah well you know the the wall that you guys have at the gym at ignite it's it's filling up quickly right
1: <laughs> it is it is man we got a lot of great guys coming through as well uh we got uh you know julian was on the card and added another belt to the collection with the featherweight
0: mm-hmm. and what a
1: dominating performance that was man
0: that was less than two months ago, which is pretty insane. You went 25 minutes. This fight coming up is your first title defense at Eternal 49. You know, did you take any time off or were you like, okay, I got to get back in because I already know that this fight is coming up? Uh, man, I
1: think I've spent the entire year in fight camp, yeah, if I'm honest. I had, yeah, I have not taken much time off at all this year. Uh, this will be the, uh, the fifth fight. I believe I tried to get another one as well uh, back in July, but uh, yeah, that fell through. So. Yeah, but no, man, I'm always keeping busy.
0: Being in fight camp for the whole year, you know, it's is it? Do you enjoy that? Is that something that you enjoy, or are there are there moments where you're like, oh, you know, I need to take a break and and kind of like reassess what I'm doing, or is there like an ultimate goal and then you just have to push?
1: uh um, no, actually I never thought about that but you know it, it has its ups and downs. some weeks you feel beat up and like yeah you're, you're doing too much other, other weeks you feel like oh this is great and keep soaring and I mean I definitely felt great going into the fight with Sam Flint and um, I, I feel great for all of them really but uh, yeah there are there are times where you feel beat up and you do need to take a couple of days off here and there.
0: What does your schedule look like right now for the training camp?
1: The training camp? Ah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to keep that one a secret, man. I'm going to keep it under wraps, <laughs> if you don't mind, of course. Oh, no, no, no
0: yeah, of course. No worries, no worries. Uh, you know, because it seems like you're all in on your career as a fighter. Is that is that the is that a fact? Like, you're just all in? You're, you're trying to be in, you know, you're trying to get signed – as quickly as possible, because you know some fighters they're fighting, but they're not all in. They're just yes. taking a few fights here and there. You seem like you're just fully focused.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely all in, man, and the people around me are all in as well. Yeah, my teammates, my wife, my coach. Uh, she, yeah, we're all in this together.
0: Yeah, talk about your team. You know, Ignite Martial Arts, the Dunston Death Squad. Yeah, you know, talk about them. Who are they? You know, give us some inside information.
1: Man, we're just a bunch of gangsters from the coast. To <laughs> sum us up, I think. But uh, we're a bunch of lads that we love to fight, we love to train hard, and yeah, we're led by you know Ryan Dunstan and the man, the myth, the legend. And uh, I know, if I can talk about Ryan for a second, like in the difference between say him and myself if um, if we're playing a game of blackjack, for instance, yeah, I'm a I'm a guy who waits for a good hand and then I go all in, and I'm happy to do that. Uh, he he's not so much a player as he's the dealer. Yeah, he'll he'll will deal out good hands to you, let you get some wins, build up some confidence, and then when you're when you're right up there, he'll deal himself a 21 and take everything away from you. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the kind of mindset he has. Yeah, or, you know, he knows how to play the game. He knows that it's really up here and not really in yeah, in the physical things. Yeah.
0: How helpful has that been for your development you know, in the training room? Yeah, that's – um. well, you can see like a shift in
1: my mindset toward it as well. Uh, I've always been a very physical guy and I've been able to go out there and just physically dominate people. Oh, but that, of course, is catching up. Um, in that, everyone is now on my level physically, yeah, so I need a mental edge, edge to get the win over them. And um, that's where Ryan comes in, and he helps me to see that, and where where I can sort of develop uh, more tricks and and tactics, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The you know the the mental and the, the technical edge. He brings to you, and you you have the physical side all wrapped up. Yeah. I've got
1: Ryan teaching me the mental side and how to go about that. Uh, and I've got my main guy, Ben Wall. Mm. Uh, all the physical training you need in the world comes from that guy, man. He's, uh, he's an absolute machine.
0: This is off topic, but Ben Wall, he fought on that battlefield card in macau you know there was a lot of you know stuff going around in the media about fighters that haven't gotten paid and a lot of them still haven't did ben wall get paid do you know anything about that yes i i do
1: know that he did there there was no problems on his end
0: okay so he's fortunate enough to get paid
1: yes yeah i don't know what happened with the other guys as i haven't heard too much regarding them but i know ben definitely it got the agreed amount and no problems at all.
0: Oh, that's good to hear because, uh, like, you know, the other names on the card, they still haven't gotten paid and they have no contact with the promotion, which is uh, which is yeah. a very uh, disappointing story, which is terrible. Now, going back to your fight coming up, your first title defense, your opponent is Josh Togo, very dangerous guy coming out of Australian top team. You know, what was your reaction when they first offered you him
1: Oh man, I saw a picture of him. I'm like, this is a scary-looking dude. <laughs> he looks serious. <laughs> yeah, no, I've taken a close look at his fights, man. And he's got he's got some interesting weapons to use. There's an I like I like the matchup in the sense that it, obviously I've got to fight differently, and it's it's a really unique challenge. And I'm liking it, man. And I think it's great for a first title defense.
0: He is a guy that yeah he does kind of look scary but he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet and a lot of people you know are labeling this fight as the fight of the two of the nicest guys in the cage you know but you guys are both killers though you guys are both guys that go in there and put it all on the line work hard and uh, finish fights so what what do you expect out of this fight are you expecting the toughest fight of your career so far or do you think that you're just so much you know levels higher than him to where it's not gonna be that big of a challenge.
1: Man, the biggest fight is always the next one, rather. It doesn't matter what's happened in the past. The next guy will always be the most challenging for me. And right now, that's Josh Togo. Oh, sorry, I, expect, like, uh, I do expect a tough battle. I expect a very technical little battle, particularly on the feet. And yeah, we'll see what we can do from there.
0: What are the plans for uh, 2020? You know, where, you, where do you expect? to be do you expect to be you know because they're talking about that ufc new zealand card next year sometime with dan hooker and all that stuff do you expect to put another couple wins along and then you're gonna hop on that that's the closest thing uh
1: well i've i don't think my uh, my vision for 2020 man begins until after i fought josh togo yeah, i don't i don't go beyond my next fight Really, because whatever happens can change the trajectory drastically. Yeah, so, yeah, the focus is on Josh Togo. Then depending on what happens there, we'll see what, what 2020 looks like for us. Well, but then again, you know that's November 1st. There's still two months left in this year, so we ain't done. You trying to get another fighter this year? Oh, man, I would love one. Yeah, you know, get me down there in Melbourne, get me across in Adelaide. Perth, come on. I love to Does fight, Coastal man. Does Coastal
0: Combat have another show coming up this year?
1: No, no, they're not till February next year. Yeah, that's... Uh, Eternal,
0: yeah. Eternal seems like they're having a lot of shows, so you never know. Yeah, yeah, well, knocking on the door as
1: long as I get out unscathed.
0: Yeah. Now, before I let you I wanted to ask you about UFC Fight Pass. You know, now they have joined forces with Eternal... <laughs> Does that make a huge difference for yourself? Does it? Do you feel like it is much bigger for yourself, the platform? Do you hear people talking about that?
1: Uh, well, for me, man, it makes no difference. Uh, like my job is to go out there and fight to the best of my ability and represent, you know, my team and and the training that we've that my coach has put into me. It's um whether whether we're on um just a normal stream or fight pass uh, it it makes no difference in this in this case hey yeah, that's really not my my job or my focus
0: all right well november 1st eternal mma 49 main event you're gonna be defending your lightweight title for the first time thank you so much david for uh taking the time this weekend and uh good luck on the fight man
1: oh thank you brother thank you for having me on here